FMX Network Production. Let's go. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast brought to you by Fly Racing, 100% Goggles, and Motosport.com. I'll never long for what might have been. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast. Thanks for playing. Thank you to Yamaha for all the motorcycles we gave away, TTR, before the season, and now three YZFs as well. Thank you to those guys. Thank you to Motorsport 100% Fly all on board this podcast. Thank you to Fly Racing, of course. Get it at motorsport.com. Get it at your local dealer. Uh, the, Rion, uh, the Rion technology in the Formula Helmet is amazing. Uh, all of their gear lines are great, from the Evo all the way to the um, uh, high light they call it light hydrogen anymore, just light, uh, as well as the uh, kinetic too. Kinetic mesh stuff is some of my favorite, although it's pretty cold to wear that now in January. Uh, flyracing.com, Zone Pro goggles, FR5 boots. Also, they got much more than gear, uh, so please check them out. Flyracing.com, Motorsport 100% Fly, all on board with us as well. We'll tell you more about them later. Thank you again for you guys playing, and uh, yeah, lots to talk about when it comes to round two, not round three. Round two of the series coming up here. Truman, Parabinos, JT joining me. We've got Dirty Owls, 100% lead pipe blocks as well uh, coming up. So thanks, everybody, for playing. Thanks to Roto for doing the uh, videos and the cheat sheets after qualifying. So please stay tuned to our Instagram or our Twitter, Pulp Mex Fantasy, for information on that to try to help you do better. And, uh, yeah, all right, away we go. All right, everybody, time for round two of the Monster Energy uh, Supercross Series this weekend, and that means another Pulpamex Fantasy podcast coming off an Anaheim one that was successful for some of you people, but uh, maybe not so successful for others. Christian Craig jersey up for grabs for the winner of the Championship League this week in San Diego at Snapdragon Stadium. So thanks to Christian uh, for getting us that, and uh, yeah, it's a... Right off his back, man. So we appreciate you people supporting the game. Thank you to Yamaha Motorsport, 100%. Fly, we'll talk about more about those guys later. But uh, for now, let's dive into how we did at Anaheim 1 and look ahead to San Diego uh, in terms of Pulp Mex Fantasy. First up, Fly Racing, of course, available at motorsport.com and your local dealer. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. Just ready to get back at it after an uh, unplanned weekend off. Yeah, absolutely. Also on the line from Renthal is Paul Parabinos. Yeah, what's up, boys? I, I refuse to call this round three. This is round two. I don't care what people say or call or label or anything. This is the second time they're racing. This is round two. Well, you two sound chipper, and we'll probably get to why in a second. But also on the line from Get and Athena, Stan Truman. What's up, Dan? Oh, I'm excited. Can't do any worse than I did at round one. So, yeah, I'm excited for round three. And, uh, yeah, can't wait. <laughs> All right. So the kickoff to Pulp MX Fantasy – JT wins the uh, Experts League 225. Paul, 223. Uh, right behind him, Roto, 217. Marks, 216. The Mulligan, and keep in mind the Mulligan takes the riders, uh, random rider list out of our picks. The Mulligan got 211. I was 162, and Dan was 147. So, Dan, you and I, we got some work to do. Yep, yep. I, I actually was not going to – we'll get into it, but I picked an FFL last minute, which was Pierce Brown, and, yep, he did not get FFL. I looked in the rules. He was first to fall down, so I don't know. I feel like I should get, like, seven points for the FF or something. I don't know. He did right. first in something. So. Uh, all right, so high score 287, 
only 24% of teams with eight in the main. Only 24% of teams, uh, which is that's a low number. But uh, that's where we're at. Uh, two, first of the finish line, 25% of people who paid, played 250s uh, picked somebody. 49% got it right. It was Jet Lawrence. Same number for 450s, 25%. 9% got it right, which uh, was uh, um, Justin Barsha. Justin Barsha, that's right. So, uh, all right. And then for fantasy points themselves, Maxwell Sanford, 46 points, top the 250 class, 0.3% pick trend. So congratulations, Mr. and Mrs. Sanford, for your picks. Uh, Hunter Cross, 42 points. JT uh, knew all about Hunter Cross, refused to talk about him. Uh, That's on, not true. On last week's show. That's not true. Uh, Hunter Cross, 0.7%. Dylan Walsh qualified really well. Handicap 7. And uh, 31% of people got him. Uh, Hunter Yoder, 38 points. Um, 17% pick trend. Enzo Lopes, 36. Max Volan, 34. And pick trend, 49% Austin Forkner. Four points. I was in mm-hmm. that 49%. Me too. Enzo Lopes, 45. Jet Lawrence, 38. Dylan Walsh, 31. Dylan, Derek Kelly, 29. Max Volan, 17. And then if you go to 450s, it was uh, Grant Harlan, 46 points. Nice job, Harlan. He plays him. He, play, he plays and didn't pick himself, by the way. And uh, 46 points for him. Colt Nichols, 42. Ferrandez, 36. Savachi, 32. <coughs> Hill, 32. The other Hill, 32. Pick trend. 31% Benny Bloss. Zero points. I was in that mix. Dean Wilson, 30% pick trend. Uh, did pretty well, 28 points. Got got uh, double for his people. Ken Roxon, all-star, was next, 29. Marvin, all-star, next, uh, 16. And that was me as well. And so on and so forth. Uh, so I'll go, basically my team, shit show of a team. I vowed to get just pick safe eight guys, and I didn't listen to myself, of course. But uh, yep, that's how that's how it works. So I went Dylan Walsh. I think a lot of people did. Thirty-one percent did. Qualified really well. He is a um, Kiwi. He's a Kiwi or is an Aussie? Kiwi. I thought he's, he's English. Kiwi. He's Kiwi. He's Kiwi. Okay. Yep. Right uh, for a British team. So. Yeah. Uh, so Dylan Walsh, uh, Kiwi guy. Uh, he's been a privateer kind of guy in the main events, and he looks like he's reached a new level for this year, at least at Anaheim one. So I went Dylan Walsh. I went Hunter Yoder. Kay Clayson told me to pick Hunter Yoder uh, on Friday. Said no-brainer main event guy, and he actually he qualified pretty well. So I went with Cade's advice uh, and went with Hunter Yoder. And, uh, yeah, thanks a lot. That paid off pretty well. Max Volan was, uh, I thought, should have been a higher pick trend. Minus one. Uh, got fifth. Went, ran fourth for a long time. So Max Volan did pretty well. That team's solid. Uh, that's not bad. But then Forkner's four absolutely sinks me uh, for that. JT, what was your 250 team? Uh, so I echoed some of your thoughts there. Um, I had Dylan Walsh and, you know, the best he had ever done in a heat race before was seventh. So it wasn't like he was a no brainer, um, but he did pay off. Right. We, we got a lot of points out of him. Um, but I think that was kind of a breakout ride. Uh, it wasn't, I don't think that obvious, uh, Enzo Lopes, um, I had on my team, nice score there, 45% pick trend. So with those qualifying times, um, I think you're going to get a really high pick trend, right? That was the dead giveaway there, but I couldn't afford to kind of leave it on the table knowing kind of how it was looking for him and knowing he was a one. Um, I would love for that to be a little bit of a sneakier pick. Uh, but when he just comes out swinging like that, you're going to get the, you know, the attention of everyone. 
I had Derek Kelly and uh, I t- I'll take a 10th. Um, if I had to, you know, say, would I be happy with a 10th going into the morning? I would say yes. Um, I thought there was a potential to be kind of like eight, nine, 10, but in hindsight, when I look at the results and I see guys like kitchen and styles Robertson and those guys there, then I'm not, I, how can I be disappointed uh, with a 10th? Uh, and then my last pick was, yeah, off the fork. That was, uh, that was the, only real downfall on my team and uh there's just nothing you can do about that he was a good pick he looked great all day i picked him to win the race so to get you know not even finish a lap is just that's the way it's going to go sometimes uh paul yeah so like jt i did have austin forkner as well i'm kind of bummed obviously um to get you know just a couple points from my all-star but like JC said, it all seemed fine. I mean, I guess I could have been less cute and just went with Jet. I think I think I do that too much. I try to, um, you know, pick an all-star that has a lot of wiggle room. And oftentimes, like, it's pretty safe if you just pick the guys that are trying to win the title. So, like, I, I think I'm going to try to do more of that. They're always going to get on the podium for the most part. Um, after that, I went Enzo Lopes. Um, I mean, he was just on fire all day. He was kind of a no-brainer. Uh, and I, I wanted to take him at Anaheim because I had a feeling he would be an all-star at round at the, at the next round. Um, then I went Max Volan. I mean, I thought he looked better than I've ever seen him on a supercross track. Um, again, I thought he would be an all-star. So I wanted to take advantage of that there. And, and really the theme of my picking my team in Anaheim was I wanted to make sure I had guys in the main event. Right. Um, I was looking at Dylan Walsh and, and Hunter Yoder. They're both on my team at times, but I just thought there was risk there to them not making the main event. And the guys that I did have, I didn't feel there was any risk. I thought they would be in the main event. So my fourth guy, um, was Cole Thompson. I think he could, he could have done better. Um, it was his first uh, obviously the first round for everybody, but um, I think he can do better. But uh, he was just kind of on my team all day. He's been racing in Australia. He's a good starter. He stays out of the out of the chaos, and I knew he would be in the main event and put in all the laps. So uh, 32 from him. So, yeah, not bad of a 250 team, just for sure. Forkner was the, was the letdown. I had Ty Masterpool. I think he was my lock even. We'll get to that in a second. And I thought he would be better. Uh, 17th fastest, you know, threw it away in the LCQ twice. Um so, yeah, that didn't quite work out. But uh, Yoder qualified 16th. But I don't know. Just somehow I stuck with him. Um, definitely looked, I definitely looked at Ty Masterpool, like I said. Anthony Rodriguez, I looked at him as well. Uh, kind of scared me a little bit. Um, but looking back, it would have been a good pick. Dan, who'd you have? Um, I did go with Hunter Yoder. Uh, he qualified 16th. I liked his heat race. Uh, I looked at the heat race lineup. I, I sat with Paul to pick these. And, yeah, Paul was like, man, uh, Enzo Lopes, uh, JT was talking Derek Kelly, and I liked them all, but I took a gamble with Yoder. I went with Dylan Walsh. Same reason you guys said. I thought that he would be pretty solid. Like JT said, he wasn't. His best heat race was seven, so he wasn't going to really set the world on fire, but I thought that he would be good main event guy. So both those guys were good. I went with Cole Thompson, who had a pretty low pick trend. Uh, I thought he would be a little bit higher pick trend just because he raced in Australia and you know coming into the season pretty prepared, so 32 points there. So, yeah, my team was looking good, and, man, I watched Pierce Brown all day. I thought he was strong. I thought with a four handicap, I thought Pierce would be inside the top six, no problem. And, unfortunate, he had that crash in turn two and and injured himself. And um, not only that, to pour some more uh, salt in the wounds, I picked him as my FFL. Uh, he got the practice starts, and I just I thought he, was, he looked good. So I wanted to be different, and, uh, yeah, I was different, all right. So zero, <laughs> zero and minus seven. Yeah, so. yeah, it was different. All right, all right. Four fifties. Uh, I went Joey Savacci. I was uh, a believer on him 
uh, doing pretty well. Tenth, I'll take. He got a little fortunate to get the tenth, but I'll, I'll take that. Thirty-two points. Uh, that was about the highlight of my team right there. It just all went south. Marvin Muskan was my all-star. Uh, the conditions and uh, the way he looked, I was like, yeah, I think this can he can do pretty well. Uh, nope, Marvin went backwards. Sixteen points from there, and uh, then I went Benny Bloss. And I don't know why I went Benny Bloss. Dan said on this pod before Anaheim won that he had just gotten his 23 and had two days on it. And I said, no, I'm out. I'm out. But then Benny did what Benny does. Uh, and he went out there and uh, looked pretty good. Uh, the whoops weren't really a factor, but qualified 15th still. And I got sucked in. And I'm sorry. Uh, we meet on Wednesdays, the Benny Bloss uh, fantasy people. We meet Wednesday afternoons if you guys want to be there. Uh, 31% pick trend, zero points. My other pick was a gentleman. I went out with Cade for dinner on Friday night. He told me about Hunter Yoder. Thank you, Cade, for that. Uh, his dad bought the dinner, uh, which was a nice touch, uh, and he qualified pretty well, and I went with Cade. And, uh, yeah, qualified 18th, was riding very well, and just crashed and didn't make the main event. So I had two zeros and an Austin Forkner, four points uh, on my team. So, Cade and Benny, uh, two friends of mine, I uh, was not very happy about. So, um, Cade tried to, Cade tried to, you know, provide some solace and saying like, I did tell you to pick Yoder, and he did, and he's the reason why. But I'm not sure that makes up for that zero. Uh, JT, who'd you pick? So my 450 team was a little, I, I, I played it safe, right? So this is kind of what I expected to happen. Um, and yeah, they were just middle of the road, but that's okay uh, with how chaotic. Uh, Saturday was and some of the range that I saw people just really blowing their teams up. I'm good with that. Uh, my highest score was Joey Sabachi. Um, you know, and, and 32 points was my highest score in the, in the 450 class. So that kind of tells you how it went. Uh, but I knew he would be solid. I knew he would do all the laps. Um, you know, if he, as long as he didn't crash. Now I knew there was limited upside, but I was okay with that. Um, next I had Aaron Plessinger and, and he left a few points on the table. He should have been better than, than, uh, than he was. He fell over when he was trying to push forward, but overall decent effort out of him. Um, I liked what I saw. It could have been much worse, uh, for how his 450 career has gone on the KTM and, uh, Dean Wilson up next for me, uh, 30% pick trend. So lots of people on Dino. Um, I have to say I was a little disappointed. Um, I thought he would be better than 14th. Uh, wasn't the end of the world, 28 points, you know, obviously could have been much worse than that, but I thought Dino would be like 10, 11. Um, that's kind of where I had him penciled in and it, it just wasn't that night. He was pretty far back from that group. So maybe, uh, maybe better days are ahead this weekend. Uh, and then my last pick was Chase Sexton. Um, I kind of had it locked up there for 26 points and then Coop got him, uh, right at the end and, uh, knocked me down a peg, but still 23. It's okay. All right. Uh, Dan. Yeah, my 450 team sucked. Um, I had Cade. And the reason I had Cade is because he came over and we were talking. And I was like, how's the program? I, I didn't even know who Cade rode for. <laughs> it wasn't like disrespect. Or, hey, I can't follow all these guys. I'm like, how's the team? How's the bike? What bikes do you ride? And he's like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, no, I've had a quiet off season. Things were good. You know, I'm like, you're like a main event guy, right? He's like, yeah, absolutely. And I'm like, okay. So I picked Cade just assuming he'd be in the main event. Maybe beat a couple guys here or there. Same reason why I picked Benny. I knew he had been on the bike for only a couple days. He told me that. He rides at 83 compound. Um, but when you looked at the list, Benny was a top 22 guy, in my opinion. Um, but I was wrong. So yeah. 
I mean, I still don't disagree that he was a top 22 guy. Could he have crashed out in the main? 100%. But I still believe Benny should have been in the main event, as well as Cade. Um, my all-star was Chase Sexton, same as JT. I, I liked his handicap, and I mean, I'll take 23 out of that. Um, and then I, I did one good pick. I picked Freddie Norton. Uh, Paul and I talked about it, and we kind of went back and forth. And, again, we looked at the list, and I was like, I think Freddie is a top 22 guy. He got 21st in the race, so not a ton of points. But, I mean, in hindsight, I should have won a lot easier picks with Sabachi. And, I mean, even Nichols we talked about on the pod last week. Uh, 9% pick trend. I think Colt got a better finish than he was speed-wise. Um, but, yeah, paid off for the people that picked him. Uh, and then I had FFL wrong as well. So, um, yeah, just That's- it was Overall, it was a rough first round for me, but we're going to bounce back. I'm looking for a top 100 this weekend is the goal. That's where I was. So obviously I was second guessing my Benny pick and, you know, we all know Benny, what he can do and what he does. But then I started thinking like, look, I picked him with a 10. There's still two spots in the main that he would not get you double points at. And it's a 20 minute main event and the track is beat up and ruddy. Like that's a bad pick. I'm sorry. I, I that that's about. I mean, the the only upside for us, Steve, and I'll, I'll. It's the only upside is he is not racing this weekend. So, you know, we won't get double F'd here when he goes and qualifies and does well for those other people. So, <laughs> all right, Paul. Yeah. So all star. Um, I went Chase Sexton. Um, and yeah, like I mentioned too, for the, I'm going to just stick to Anderson Sexton and, and, um, Tomac, I think when it comes to all-stars and just try to not shoot for 26 every time, just shoot for 20. I feel like that's a long game, safer play. Uh, after that, the best guy on my team actually was Dylan Ferrandis. Um, and really I think, I think track conditions is what swayed me. I mean, he looked fine in practice. I, I think his starts are the liability in Supercross, but he actually got better starts and Tomac got great starts too. So maybe there's something there with the, with the new motorcycle, but um, it was really track conditions. What pushed me towards him. I thought at the end of the race with the track being so chewed up and so difficult to circulate, jump all the jumps. um, I thought that would be uh, a a really good spot for Fernandez to get points and get um, fantasy points at the very end of the race. So um, I was happy with that pick. Uh, Dino was on my team. He was never really coming off. I just, I just thought, you know, when you looked at the entire field, there was there was a lot of chalk, I guess you could say, and then there was a lot of risk. And I was just not willing to take that risk at the first round. I wanted four guys in. Um, so Dino was 13th the whole race for the most part. He was he was racing with Craig. He was in 13th at the white flag. I don't know what happened on the last lap, but he got 14th. So we lost a couple points there. Um, and then, yeah, I did take one big risk just because uh, I, I just thought it was a calculated good good pick and that was freddie norton and i felt even better about it when i saw his starts in the heat race and then he crushed the start in the lcq like the guy's starts were on fire so um and that was a big deal at that race so only third only 21 i'm sorry 30 points especially after we corrected the site uh given the mookie thing with the transponder so um, but honestly, I'm so bummed on myself that I took Colt Nichols off my team. I don't recall what we had as our locks. I want to say my lock was either Dino or Colt. Colt was on my team the entire day. Um, I mean, I, Lars and Will are close friends of mine. I had good insight on Colt. I just am so pissed I took him off. Um, that was just a big whiff. Uh, but yeah, I didn't go for FFL. But yeah, a solid team to to kind of get started, I guess. 
I want to thank the guys at Fly Racing, of course, um, 100% Motorsport and Yamaha for coming on board the podcast. Uh, 100%.com as a San Diego-based company. The 100% guys have been synonymous with American motocross. Since the 1980s, 100% has been linked to many iconic moments that have helped build the sport of modern moto. Today, the brand's awareness grows again as they're a motocross company, but you can see the influence. Downhill mountain biking, BMX tracks, MotoGP, MLB, snowboarding, and more. 100% is a generation of racers asking them the original tagline. How much effort do you give? 100%.com, thank you to those guys. We give away goggles from them each and every week on the Fantasy Pod. And thank you to the Motorsport, of course. Go through the banner on pulpamex.com to help us out. they got OEM and aftermarket parts, and whether it's uh, Get and Athena or Fly or Renthal or 100%, they sell it all. Motorsport.com, free shipping on everything over 79 bucks. Great return policy as well. they got a dedicated team of gearheads there at Motorsport.com to help you out. And uh, if you have any issues with Motorsport, any problems, I doubt you, I doubt you do, but send me an email using the contact form of pulpamex.com, and I'll forward it on, and I'll solve those problems for you. Motorsport, great place to order Online order all of your OEM and aftermarket parts. So thank you to those guys for coming on board. Speaking of 100%, the 100% lead pipe locks. Thank you to Dirty Al for keeping track of these. Roto wins the week with Enzo Lopes and uh, Dean Wilson. Parabinos, second. Cole Thompson, Dean Wilson. JT, Derek Kelly, Kyle Chisholm. Uh, I had Masterpool and Savachi. And Dan, you had Anstey and Bloss. So Anstey didn't race due to a back problem and Benny... D and Q. So that's uh, we're you're off. We're both off to a rough start in the 100% lead pipe blocks as well, Dan. So I have zero. You have zero. Yeah. Huh. Well, good news. It's round three. So yeah. <laughs> Thought it was round two. I don't know what it is. All right. Okay. Here we go. Uh, thanks to those guys for coming on board. And by the way, you don't even got to be super good at this game to win something. We uh, we give away prizes all the time. An our jerky prize pack and a motorsport.com gift card. So, motorsport.com $25 gift card goes to Carter108. Carter108, you win the motorsport.com gift card. Thank you for uh, for playing. And, of course, uh, the R Jerky prize pack goes to Ben Bissett. Ben Bissett, uh, you win the um, R Jerky prize pack. So, thank you to you guys for playing. And uh, we will get to you uh, soon with your results. All right, San Diego, Snapdragon Stadium. Snap! Uh, should be good weather, right, JT? Should be good dirt, all of that. It's not going to be a mutter. Going to be pretty yeah, normal Pretty normal supercross. Yeah, we're going to be good. Should yeah. be a normal day. Shouldn't even know with the new dirt and all that. Shouldn't even know that there's been rain. Yeah, so keep that in mind, everybody, for that. Again, if you're new to the game, set a team today, tomorrow, whatever. Set a team, a safe team, and then revisit it. In case you have internet problems, phone problems, uh, you get hammered, drunk, and pass out whatever it is, we have the logs. Okay, I just want to remind, we have the logs, everybody. So, oh, yeah. you know, don't be sending yeah. emails in saying, hey, I picked Jet and I didn't pick Benny. I actually picked uh, uh, Grant Harlan. No, no, no. What, a, what about the guy that emailed us that said he picked Jet and not Forkner after the main event or in the middle of the main event? Didn't he email us? Like, I don't on, know. People. We have the logs. This is, this is something I, I stress on our show a little bit. Uh, okay, here we go. Um, Dan, I'll start with you. There's nowhere to go but up for you. Uh, 250 class. You saw one race. Who do you like? I like Pierce Brown. I can't pick him, <laughs> but I do like Pierce Brown. Yeah. I, I know that he's not 100%, but in this field, I think Pierce Brown is still a top six guy, which is a lot of points. Um, so, yeah, we'll start by saying that. <clears throat> 
Um, I like Robbie Wageman. Um, I don't know if I'm a little high on him or not because I watched Arena Cross and he was pretty fast and you know or whatever. But do you like Stank Dog too? Then or where? <laughs> no, no, Stank Dog didn't do as good as Robbie Wageman. So no, I think Wageman just a little bit more time on the bike and you know I think that he's maybe eleven twelve range, which is pretty good points. Um, I have Derek Kelly right now. JT picked him last week. Again, ceiling's not super high, but I think Derek Kelly's a top ten guy right now. That team's good. The bike's really good. Um, I also have Derek Drake, which I know Drake has a ton of talent and speed. His fitness has always been in question, but uh, he was pretty solid at A1, so, and the track was tough. So right now I have those guys. Um, I do like a lot of other uh, other picks, depending on practice times, but this is already getting tough, right? You look at guys down this list, and there's not very many high handicaps that I see paying off. I was pretty high on Wilson Todd before the show and during the Saturday, and then I had an Aussie friend of mine said, no, no, he's too loose. He crashes a lot. Don't pick him, and I didn't, uh, and he crashed out, but he's an eight. Uh, I think, I think Paul, I'll, I'll start with you next, Paul. I think JT and I discussed this on Moto60. Like, Pierce Brown just has to be there. Like, if he has a good qualifying day and not, no problems, he just has to be on your team. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I have him on my preliminary team right now. Um, kind of the theme of the guys I have on my team right now are, are guys looking for a rebound, right? Um, so, yeah, uh, Pierce is going to be fine. Uh, he is a top-five talent. He's been flying in the offseason. He looked great at Anaheim, hence the reason Dan picked him and picked him for FFL. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, I think we're going to get a rebound weekend out of Pierce. And, and even if it goes bad, I, th- I feel like he'll be seven eight at the very very worst so yeah i think that's a good pick um i also am looking at styles robertson i think he underperformed at anaheim he obviously had a big crash in practice that probably deterred his day a little bit but and we didn't see his good starts that he usually gets but he was an all-star at anaheim and now he's not he's a zero um and that's a guy that i think you know he was ninth at anaheim on a bad day i think he can be up close to the top five too if everything goes well so i'll, I'll watch practice and see if i leave him on or not um i also like josh Verrees. This is a main event guy that just did not make the main event at Anaheim. Um, no doubt in my mind he'll be, he'll be in that main event at San Diego, and now his handicap has moved up to a six. Um, so I think there's some meat on the bone there. I don't think it's a, a great home run pick by any means, but I think he's worth looking at. Okay, so um, I, I didn't – where did Varese qualify even? I, I, I was thinking of him as a guy coming in, and then he qualified 27th. I don't even remember being in the top nine in the heat or being up there in the LCQ or anything. Like, he didn't look good at all. He crashed in the LCQ. Um, I know that on the beginning. And I think the heat, he crashed and still – where did he – I don't have the results in front of me. But I, I, I just – I still think, yeah, that was Anaheim 1. I still think he'll be in the main event this weekend. Okay, fair enough. Um, I kind of like Derek Drake a little bit. He showed me something. A much improved racer. Um Got 12th. He's a handicap 13. Like, eh, keep an eye on that, I think. Um, There's plenty of meat on the bone with Dylan Walsh still, I think, at a five. I mean, he just got 11th. Yeah. Can you tell me what happened to Jaron Stapleton? That's your guy. Yeah. Um, qualified 37th. Yeah. I mean, he's he's he usually starts to put it in the main event when it thins out a little bit. I think you got to give him a little bit of time. Okay, because Woodcock and Stapleton were two guys that I'm like, eh, maybe. And neither one. I thought. Yeah. I really thought A Rod was going to be better. Yeah, me too. Me, yeah, me as well. Me too, as well. Um, I can't endorse Faris. I can't. But yeah, Paul. Thurry? Okay. Yep. What about Thurry? Thurry didn't make it either, right? Nope, Thurry didn't make it either. 
all right. Master, uh, master uh, and I think Wilson Todd is a good pick, Steve. Like I, I, I believe the crash wasn't even his fault. I think he got taken out in the whoops after the tunnel. Yeah. So but, I don't, but, I don't know who talked to, but I still think I'm going to look at him again. It was only, it was only that was only one crash out of a few. He went down a few oh, times. Okay. Qualified 19th as well. Um, JT, who do you like non All Star? Uh, some of the guys you talked about. Um, you know, I think there is an opportunity for Styles to improve. Right. We think he's going to get a good start. We think he's going to do better. Um, he didn't have a necessarily a great A1, and he still got ninth. So I think that bodes well for him. I echo what you guys said on A-Rod. He's on my team right now. Uh, I'm going to watch him closely, and, and I'm just looking for a little bit better. The, the class is not super deep, so I'm just looking for kind of a 11-12 type finish out of him. I think that would be not asking the world and something reasonable. Um, some of the guys that I had last week, I think are still, uh, still pickable, but certainly Lopes lost a ton of value there. Um, Walsh is still pickable. He only moved down two, so it's not, you know, not a ton there. Um, and, and he's a great starter. So he's gonna, he's gonna continue to put himself in really good positions there. Um, and then you guys mentioned Derek Kelly too. I still think you could pick him now. Has he lost value? Yes, he has. You're, you're starting to get a little bit thin because him at a two, I don't think he can really do better than like sixth or seventh without some sort of crazy event. Right. So now you're like seven to 12 is a pretty tight range that you're asking him to do. Now he can, it's just getting to the point where nothing can go wrong or else you're going to be, uh, you're going to be losing points. So it is a little bit challenging this early. Um, I think if you want to take some risk, I would look at guys that had horrible ones and you're still going to be absorbing that risk. But like guys like Masterpool, some of these guys should be in the main event. They didn't. That opens a door. I'm not going to pick Masterpool, but I think he probably does pretty well this weekend and probably pays off. Um, I just haven't had very good luck picking him, uh, especially at Supercross. Yeah. I think yeah. Mitchell Harrison, too. Keep, he, he was 6th uh, or 7th in the LCQ, but he's better than that. Um, he's a 10. I think he's good. He is, yeah. but man, he's had, a rough, he's had a rough year or two. Um, it has not gone well for him in Supercross as of late. So I'm I'm kind of just riding that trend where I'm just going to stay away because it doesn't seem to be working out. See, to, to me in this class, like I, I look and I would say there's 14 to 15 guys that I would put money on or in the main event. And then after that, you're getting into the 10, 9, 11, 12 handicap range. But it's there's a lot of guys that can fill up those last six, seven spots. And it, I think for me personally, it's still a bit risky to play around in that area this early, so I'm going to probably continue to go a little, a little safe here at, at round three, two, San Diego, whatever it is. Round two. I, I had that list of top fifteen last week to make the main event. Pierce Brown was on it. He didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but Dan, we we all know anything can happen, but that's a lot. No, I, uh, I agree with Paul, but I mean, so like Paul said, the guys that could make it. The Garen Stapleton, um, Brandon Ray. I mean, he was in like second until he. That's a great one, Dan. Yeah, That's, he'll he'll probably make it. He jumped five jumps, and there was only four into the turn. You know, like Palatelli could make it. He was pretty solid at that arena cross. Two more time on the bike, and, and yeah. I don't disagree with you, Steve on Harrison. Um, I know he has had a rough go. Last year was rough in Supercross, also, but those are guys that could make it, obviously, but. You know, then you got Max Miller and guys like that could make it also. So who knows? Picking those last five is tough. Yeah, there's Jerry ten. You know, Jerry's there, and JT doesn't. It's a life. It's a life choice, but 
yeah, Jerry's there. Um, hey, what about you and Cole Thompson? Do you pick him? I mean, he's still got a lot of value there at a five. Nope. nope. Can't do it. Okay. No. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't even see he him. must on, not want to win fantasy. I don't even see him listed on my computer. It's odd. Computer blocks it. It's odd. Um, all right. All stars. Jets a zero. So win or don't get 26 points. RJ. Yep, I'll take it. Okay. All right. Uh, you're not going to try to outsmart it? No? Nope. Nope. No. Give me Jet. Nope. Okay. All right. Dan, all star? Yeah, I'm gonna try and outsmart the system and get probably 12 points. Okay. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Levi Kitchen out of five. I think he underperformed at Anaheim one. I think he'll be top five this weekend. Wow. Never been top five in his life in a Supercross, but you're gonna pick him. I don't see how you can't go. Jet McAdoo Hampshire. They look like the class of the field, right? As an all-star, JT. Like just one of them. Yeah, I like Jet. Right. Um, I, I'm just going to go hit the easy button. I've done this quite a lot with him, and it usually works out. Um, and if, so, and yeah. if you don't get 26, he gets second. Or yeah, you, I'm, you, I'm, good with, yeah. I'm good with the 21, 23, 26 version. Yeah. Not the uh, four version that I got from Forkner. Uh, yeah. I'd rather not do that. Now, there is a triple crown next week, if that factors in at all. Uh, for You can't pick him next week. I, I don't know if it does or not, but yeah, FYI for people. Um, the only nope. the only thing I would uh, factor in on the triple crown is I would save the riskier picks for that because you're going to know yes. who's in and who's out. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Um, all right. Uh, what what about so Vries? On, I can't get on board Vries. Good kid. I like him, but right now can't do that. And for higher handicaps, I, I like Mitchell Harrison. I think Master Pool could still be a pick. Someone talked to him. JT mentioned it earlier. Not for you, but he's still it's still a pick there. So. I like a couple of those guys. Um, and then everybody else I think is pretty predictable. So my four, Pierce Brown, Robbie Wageman, Jet Lawrence. Robbie Wageman is just Dan's, Dan swayed me, but it could definitely come off. I think Lawrence, Jet, Styles, and Pierce don't come off my team. And that, that Robbie Wageman could. Uh, but I think three of my four are going to be the ones that I run with this weekend. And my 100% lead pipe lock will be Styles Robertson. Uh, Dan, what's your four and your lock? All right, Paul. What's, what, okay. My sorry, my lock is going to be Pierce Brown, um, and my four are Robbie Wageman, Derek Kelly, Derek Drake, and Levi Kitchen as my all star. Wow, that's a risky team, but that's Dan Truman, everybody. <laughs> um, all right, Paul, what's yours? Uh, my team is Jet Lawrence as my all star, Styles Robertson. Pierce Brown, and I took off a reason put Dylan Walsh in there for now because I know a lot of people can't pick him. And I really, really, really like what JT said about the Triple Crown next week. So I need to remind myself to go these low handicap guys and leave all the high handicap guys on the board for their one super lap next week. Um, and Pierce will be my lock. All right. By the way, for the handy for the Triple Crowns, we are lowering the handicaps uh, for next week. We are. We did that two years ago decided to against it last year uh and yeah we're not going to make it so easy to automatically pick the 15s and 14s that are in the main event so fyi be a little tougher at triple crowns this year for riders uh jt who's your lock and uh, what's your four right now so my four are pierce brown is my uh my all-star and then i have styles your lock you mean your lock you mean you said all-star oh i'm sorry jet's my all-star yep uh he was Pierce is the first guy that was up on my screen. I'm sorry. Pierce, Styles, A-Rod, and Jed is my all-star. 
my lock. Um, I just want to make sure that I don't have anybody from last week that I want to make. I don't believe so. No. Um, man, I hate making PB my lock because he's um, – I'm just going to go Styles. I'm going to go safer. I'm going to go Styles. All right. By the way, I got a, a text that Pierce is 90%. So he's not not hundred percent. Okay. You know. Glad he's not my walk. He's definitely not my hundred percent walk if he's only ninety percent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh first of the finish line, it's a whole lap, I've heard, Dan. So uh what what do you like? Or do you like anybody? I mean, if you're gonna pick somebody, I think you pick Jet in the two fifty class. If you feel like you have to pick somebody, but okay. uh I don't think you have to pick somebody right now this early in the season. Yeah, I'm I'm out on that right now. Uh until we get Who will you be picking, Dan? Uh, I'll be different. I'm going to go Styles. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> All right. 450s, San Diego. JT, I um, started. I went last with you last time, so we'll start with you. Who do you like non-All-Stars 450s? So I'm going to go pretty safe here. Uh, in that same spirit of what we were talking about with Triple Crown looming, um, I'm going to go for the obvious picks, the guys that had – not necessarily great A1s, right? Barsha proved he can ride well. Yeah, you can't crash, but he was great up until that moment. So I like Barsha. I like Christian Craig. Same kind of thing. Um, I like Kyle Chisholm bouncing back. I think that was a, a blessing if you didn't have Chisholm. You know, have, getting him at an 11 uh, in this field right now is going to be pretty good because I, I think realistically he's like 15, 16 in this class. So we'll see if I'm right or wrong on that, but that's kind of what I like. You can go with like a guy like Cade. I don't have him on my team at the moment, but he is on like the first alternate list for my team right now because he should be in the main event. I think we all would probably agree on that. Um, and then it gets a little dicier for there past that because I could make a case for some of these guys, a McElrath, but at a six, where's the value there? You know, I don't think Shane's going to get like 12th, not when you look at the field at a one. So now I'm expecting him to beat someone like Dino or Craig or some of these guys. There's just not a lot of room to be top 16 right now. Now, can he be 17, 18, 19, 20 all day long? And, and maybe he can be better than that. Maybe. But I don't think I'm going to bet my team on it. Um, and then my kind of my point past that is there are a lot of guys that could make the main event, but I'm not sure they will. Um, I would say, and, and I mentioned that first alternate list, another guy that should be on that list as a first alternate would be, uh, would be Mookie. Okay. All right. Uh, non-all-stars, Dan? Yeah, my team's pretty safe right now, and I don't know why other than that I think these guys will be good. I have Justin Barsha, like JT said. He got top 10 in every race last year. He was top 10 this week, obviously, or A1 and crashed out. So I have Barsha and I have Mookie at a minus one. Again, he was, they were the only two that were top 10 in every race. And then I have Adam at AC at a one. I think that he's seven, eight, nine. And then I have AP as an all-star um, at a seven. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm, maybe I'm getting, uh, getting out of control with that, but I think AP is better than eight. What about uh, the Hill brothers? Uh, Josh is a 10 and Justin is a seven. Anyone? I think they fall into. I think they fall into a category with a ton of guys. With that, the, with the McElrath the and stuff, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of guys that you can pick that can pay off, but it's going to be extracting the most value out of a few guys. And, and who's to say where that comes? But I think we're going to look back Saturday night and Sunday and say, man, that guy paid off. And you going in it's really easy you know to say all these guys are the same but on sunday we're gonna be like man there was there was some value there that i missed 
but it's really hard to to look at it on the front end and decide who's going to be where. Yeah, Marv sounds like Marv is out. By the way, uh, Marvin Muskans, I think he's going to be out. I think Savachi. I can't pick him, but two is still good for Joey. Um, if you look at the the guys he beat, and Chiz is. I mean, he's just Chiz, right? There, there, there's. We're not worried about Chiz on Suzuki. Chiz a year older. He's fine. We're good. Continue to Chiz. I don't have any concerns. Okay. Fair enough. Car now should be better because it'll be like a normal supercross. You know? Yeah, I'm out on that. Okay. Car- yeah, no, no way. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um Freddie Norn's still solid guy. Uh I'm going further back here. I, I don't know about Harlan and Short. Both rode really great to get to the main event, but I don't I don't know. Those are really hard to Yeah say and, and risk your team on if they make the main great that is awesome good for them but with the amount of good picks out there like why would you take that risk with ac and Savachi and mookie and christian craig and there's just go down the list like there's so many good picks this week a ray missed it by one so he's a 16 15, 16 oh that's that's juicy that's juicy missed it no, by thanks. one in this field he rode into it too he rode into qualifying and got passed back by john short but like he was right there but then i think Cade's riding better than him so you know no bad great kids kids probably the guy i want on my team if, if i pull one of these other guys and on top of in front of mookie or in front of ac mm-hmm. um, because i think he does make the main event and i think once he gets in he probably gets 17 18 so you're it's a pretty good score all right um did everybody pick already did I, did I hit everybody? Yeah, okay. I didn't do a lock. I didn't, we didn't do locks. Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't do all-stars or locks yet. So let's go uh, all-stars. Uh, I like Sexton at a one. Dan, you mentioned yours already. Um, Sexton at a one or Webb at a two. Yep. Anderson at a three. Actually, you know what? I just switched Jason Anderson right now. Yep. Give me Jason Anderson. Paul? I'm already on him. Yeah. Paul's on Jason Anderson also. So... <laughs> Yeah, that's my guy um, for this weekend. And, and yeah, like I said, I think go Sexton if you're not going to go Anderson. Don't get cute here. I think those are the guys that are going to get most of the trophies and you'll right. get a, you'll you'll get a lot of points. Yeah. Um, I think people are going to get learned, learned into McElrath. He was not good uh, at the race. Crashed out in the LCQ, obviously. But even there, and he qualified 25th fastest. So I don't know. I'm not ready to go there at a six. That looks. If you just say, see Shane McElrath's name at a six, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And I don't know. So I don't like it. Yeah. Um. If this was like Nashville and the field was thinner and we had a lot of data to go off of, maybe, but not right now. Right. All right. Your lock, uh, Dan, is what? I'm gonna go Christian Craig. Okay. Uh, my lock is also Craig. I'll do that too. Um. <clears throat> Paul, I'm gonna wait on Craig. For, I just want to see one finish on the board first. That's it. Well, you're gonna see one on the podium. So, <laughs> wow, on the podium this weekend, I'll I'll take that bet. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I think he's good. Yeah, he's fine. I've been talking to him, so he's good. Um, yeah, I I I I, I don't dis- I just want to see it once, and sure. then I'll pick him. Right. All right. So, what's your lock then? My lock is gonna be Mookie. All right, JT. My lock. I'm, I've been debating between Bam Bam, Wham Bam, Barsha, and uh, Dino. I'm going to go Dino. All right. Give a little bit, get a little bit more upside. My team is Craig, Chisholm, Anderson, and Barsha. Um, I just got to get eight in, and that's Chis is my riskiest one there. And even him, I don't consider him very risky. 
And then my 250s are Brown, Styles, Wageman, and Lawrence. And that's all. So I'm just looking forward to eight in. Eight is great. That's eight it. is great. Eight is great. That's what I'm thinking this weekend with my picks. Uh, an FFL for 450s, Dan? Well, I went Eli Tomac last week. He got the two fake starts and then didn't get the main event start. So, uh, yeah, give me Chase Sexton. Yep, that'll work. <laughs> okay, all right. Anybody else want to go FFL? I'm out, but. No, thanks. I don't think so. No, no. Too too hard to, to pick right now. So, all right. That's the Pulp Mix Fantasy Podcast for another weekend. Thank you, Motorsport. 100% fly. Yamaha, Christian Craig jersey up for grabs, like I mentioned. So that's that's awesome. And, that's cool. Uh, yeah, really, really cool of Craig to do that. And uh, and that's it. Anything else, boys? Nope. Thanks, everybody, for playing. It's, uh, it's great to be back. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Right. See you. See you.